0: We are a few days before the new year, but this will probably actually get put up after the New Year's. And last episode, we did a uh, we had Joe and Kevin in here. It's Levi and I tonight. Uh, Boone and Levi, and uh, we uh, we did like the what we kind of expect from 2022 last episode, and so this will just get kind of back cracking into what we used to what we usually do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, what's been going on though?
1: Just not much has been going on, man. You know, I've been staying busy. Uh, just uh, took the family out to Garner State Park. Heck, yeah. Uh, you know, this last weekend and did a little bit of hiking and stuff. And, uh, you know, so that was real fun. Get out into nature every now and then, you know. You got something you got to do to clear the mind. you know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But. Uh,
0: Garner is a nice yeah. one, man. Garner's a very nice Good park. park. Yes. Was got it. free? River right there on it. Was there a lot of people on the trails?
1: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, was, yeah, yeah, it was busy. No, so yeah. I've never been out there before where you don't mm. pass people pretty regularly on the trails, you know. Yeah. It's just something you you expect, you know. Yeah. You get out there and you don't think about like how many people are gonna be out in those parks, you know. You think about a you think about the state parks as being this big open thing, you're gonna get out there and be all alone, you know, but no, you're not, you know. Yeah. Not unless you beat your, you know,
0: get yourself off the trail quite a ways. It depends yeah, on the day. Then you might be alone. Depends on the day, the time of year, the park. If you go at the right times, you can find any park quiet. If you go at certain times, you can find any park really busy. Yep. And we were talking about this a little off, uh, off the mic here, but uh, the parks since the pandemic in the state of Texas, anyways, the state parks, uh, you really, if you're going to go out there, I would recommend to make reservations. Or to at least call and see what that like what the process is if you can make reservations because they've just gotten a lot more busy and there's just uh, there's they're not huge parks like they're not right. small they're not huge there is a limit to where they're gonna just not let people in anymore on day passes and if you drive all the way out to Garner and you get turned around that's kind of a bummer yeah I mean it's a beautiful drive either way but still you kind of want to you know yeah. You want to hit the cave, you know. Yeah. You want to hit the peak right there, right? <laughs> right. Like that's you got a climax in the park. But uh, I actually took on Sunday, that same day, I took my fa- my family and I went to Fiesta, Texas, yeah. Six Flags. That's fun. Yeah, yeah you like yeah, to ride yeah. roller coasters. Oh, I love roller coasters. You do. You're into oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn, man. Some of yeah. them are scary, dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, some of them are intense. I rode the carousel. Yeah, you know, I was on that thing, screaming. Like who is this is grown man. Who is this grown man? Are you not big into roller coasters? I mean, no, I I'm not a huge fan. When I was a kid, I rode them a lot with my friends, but I think it was like naivety. Yeah. But I will ride some of them. Uh, I don't I don't particularly like the ones that uh, go up huge hills super slow. Yeah, you know, which is a lot of them. That's, you yeah. know. But there are some that, like, start out fast, you know, and some that, like, don't go, like, super high. You know what I mean? Like So I can do those a little bit easier. Like, I can name some of the ones at Fiesta Texas that I wouldn't mind to ride. But uh, I've ridden most all of them at Fiesta Texas over my life because I grew up around that area for the last part of my childhood. But, like, the Superman is a blue and red roller coaster there. It's a pretty tall ride, but like once you go, man, it's a that's a fun oh, one. Oh,
1: it's a real fun one, yeah. The
0: Poltergeist, I of course I, I will ride that one for yeah. sure. The Roadrunner Express, it's like kind of like people would say like it's borderline kid roller coaster, but damn, it's a good one. Right. It's a fun roller coaster. Like yeah, you could go on that all day and have fun. Yeah. You know, and not be too scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're into that, uh, the oh, boomerang.
1: Man. Oh, the boomerang's is, great.
0: Yeah, but like when you get into like the Wonder Woman's a new one there, the Rattler. I've ridden the Rattler uh, when it was a
1: all wooden coaster I when I was to a say, kid. I did ride I got to ride the while it was still all
0: wooden. You know, my friend and I when we were kids, man, he loves roller coasters still to this day. And uh he me and him would go on that thing like if we could like 10 times in a day, man, we would just go on it, on it, on it and I was always so scared but when you're a kid, man, you know, like you're much more. Today I think a lot more about it. I'm like, man, I don't know if I can work myself up, you know. Yeah. But if, if a lot of times I have, we have little small kids and we have two older kids. So my wife loves roller coasters. So she just goes out with the big kids and they ride more rides. And me and the little kids end up just like, you know. I'm on the airplanes. Right. I'm on the kiddie coaster. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm on the little apples that go up about, you know, 20 feet. Right. You know, and, and spin around. You know, we're screaming. We're having a good time. <laughs> Showing them how to live. Right. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, it is a good time. And, uh, yeah, but it's, you know, society is just crazy. You know, uh, I think it's good to embrace all, all aspects of it. So it's kind of, you know, like like to go to Garner. I yeah. also sometimes like to go put myself in that type of situation, you know, right. one of the parks or something. I would I would rather, I, I personally, though, there, I'm not, like, going to start a debate about SeaWorld, but see, I would probably rather go to SeaWorld, yeah. especially because I feel like there are rides, but it's not completely based around all rides. Right. There's, like, educational things there, and... Uh, so I I would probably prefer SeaWorld World right. if it was up to me, you know. And I will still I would ride the rides there probably, you know. Yeah. Uh, most likely the Steel Eel I know is I it's a high say, ride, but it's yeah. a smooth one. Like it's oh, it's a great one. Once you go down that first hill, I mean, yeah. at that point that you're just, first hill yeah. is
1: just so intimidating. Like you were saying, you know, when you're just clicking your way slowly up that hill, it's like man that the Steel Eel is a is a serious drop. I mean yeah. that is a serious drop at the on that first hill, and man, when you're I mean that's actually the roller coaster I learned to like because for a long time I did not like roller coasters. I didn't want to get on one. Didn't look like fun to me, anything like that. But when I was like 15 or 16, my my big brother, you know, he just kind of sat me on one. You know, he just kind of drugged me on one. Yeah, you're going. To the end. And I tell you what it we it, it was the steel eel that was the one he kind of like broke me on you know and uh after like two or three times finally i was in the very front seat and putting my arms up on the drop and everything man yeah, i was like yeah. i was like i was i was ready to go after that man I, i'll ride any roller coaster i up,
0: really so. do feel like that if you're someone that doesn't like roller coasters like me like i don't love them i don't yeah. hate them i don't love them you know uh, I would rather not. That's not where I'm going to pick to go to just ride roller coasters. But uh, I, I would say that you do warm up to them. Yeah. Like, once you do one, you're like, oh, you know, I can probably handle another one. Yeah. You know, and then you go on that other one. And then the ones you've gone on, you're cool. You're going to go on them again. You know, right. like you'll – so, I mean, if you just have three or four, you go on. You know, I mean, it make, you make for a fun day, you Yeah. Know? And uh, I definitely do have that. I have something I go on. I would rather go on one of the roller coasters than one of the rides that spins, dude. You know that just spins. Yeah. Like I cannot handle that. Oh man! I just cannot handle.
1: Spins and swings at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Or or the the eight balls, like the six
0: legs. No, no, no. uh, My, my, um, the one in the very back that. Yeah, that that does. Yeah. There's a new one called the Joker that goes super high and does that. Like I mean, like. Oh really? I mean, like over 100 feet high, you know, like 120 feet. I mean, like, it's, like, way up there. And But there's one in the back of the park that kind of goes on tracks that does that. Right. My kids do that. I just, I can't even, when I was a kid, I probably would have done it. Yeah. But even on, like, those little pool balls that just spin, you know, and you have, like, you spin the wheel in the middle and you spin. I cannot handle that, man. Yeah. I'm, like, trying to stop them all spinning the wheel. They're all pissed off. you like the Gravitron. I, no, I don't the even classic know
1: gravitron, man. You know the one where it's like you're in this sauce. Usually, it's not. I don't think there's one at Six Flags. This is more of like a carnival ride. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's this. It's basically just this thing. It's got padded walls that are kind of at an angle, and it it just spins you. Oh. And no, it spins no. and it just sucks you to the wall. No. Like no, there's I mean. you're not even like strapped into a seat
0: or anything. It's just kind of sucked you to the wall because yeah. it's spinning so fast. Yeah, no, I'm not down with that at yeah. all, you know? Like, when I was a kid, I again, I probably could have handled that a little bit more, but I just, right. I start to feel it early, you know? Like, yeah. like while I'm on the ride already, I'm already feeling like I can't take anymore. You know, like, we are going in, like, like I'm going to throw up. You know, like, I'm getting right. heavy-headed here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why, man. It just hits me. I'm a real puss when it comes to spinning <laughs> around fast, I guess. But I, I just don't, man, I don't know, man. I just don't like it. I remember there being, like, a certain age where I couldn't go on those tire swings anymore with my friends, like, and spin on them, you know, like right. without feeling bad. So, huh. those are not my favorite rides, for sure. Yeah. I do not like those rides at all. I'm not even going to entertain those rides anymore, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I personally would rather go hiking and be out in nature. Like, if it was up to me, I would do that. Right, but I do like the older I get and the, you know having kids and a family you knows where it kind of helps uh, and helps in so many ways but in one aspect it's like you're forced to try new things you know and go yeah. out and experience different things I, I do I do enjoy that I think yeah. it's I think it's good for the human spirit and just good for our existence right like right. to get out and, and experience that stuff so and like push yourself like if I don't love roller coasters like let's just try to get on See what yeah. happens, you know? Shit, you know? Let's see. But when you hear that clicking, man, I'm like, God dang. I took a few, like, you know, engineering classes where we talked about some mechanics and stuff, and I'm just going through my head while I was making fart noises and not listening to the <laughs> teacher. You know what I mean? Right. Damn it. What a loser. <laughs> oh, man. All right, but uh, yeah, actually, so before we came on, we kind of, we kind of been pretty loose about it, and I like it, because, you know, let's let the conversation flow, man, It always, no telling where it's going to end, but uh, you were talking about a movie. Yes. uh, That you had seen, and what is this called?
1: So, so, yeah, the movie's called Don't Look Up. It's just been released on uh, Netflix.
0: And what did I say when you said it was called that? Don't Look Up. I said, is it about aliens? Yeah. You're like, no, no. (laughs) Could be. Close. Real close.
1: Spin-off. Spin-off. (laughs) But, uh, no, you know, I really, I I wanted to talk about this movie because the movie, it's, like I said, it's on Netflix, so anyone with Netflix can check this movie out. I think it's actually in theaters right now, too. Because, I mean, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, you know, that's Did you just
0: say theaters? That's
1: a a big, yeah, I know. There are still theaters? I know,
0: Right, uh, we're, no, we're be be talking
1: to our kids about movie theaters. Like, let me guess, I can ride my dinosaur driving. to the theater to yeah. no.
0: go.
1: <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> Fred uh,
0: Flintstone right. over there, right? Yeah, that's no, great. That no, probably is. Yeah, that's good.
1: Uh, but uh, no, but anyway, uh, the movie I think is it just it makes a great uh, statement. I guess you could say, you know, it really it really has a message behind it, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm. Anyone who hasn't seen it and doesn't like spoilers, you know, I don't know how much you're going to want to listen to this conversation, you know what I mean? But, uh... Uh, Yeah, there's... there's, Okay, so there's there's going to be a few spoilers. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some spoilers here. You know, (laughs) so obviously anyone who's seen the trailer knows what it's generally about. It's about a, a meteor, a comet, actually, that's on its way to Earth. I think in the movie it's got like six months before it hits Earth. And, uh basically the point of the movie, the whole movie is like a, a satire or like a parody, you know, of society, which in a way most movies are, you know, movies are, are interpreted art, you know, I, I guess, it, I don't know if that's like the right phrase to use for it, but movies are definitely like reflective of the culture they are made in. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. And, uh, this one definitely is hitting on a point. And, you know, you can interpret this movie a thousand different ways, I guess, but the, but the way I really interpreted it was that, like, basically it's, it's saying that even if there was a comet headed to Earth, going to kill us all, 100%, no doubt, we still, we've gotten to a point with our social media and our politics and everything like that where we still couldn't take anything seriously or come together about anything or anything. Like, the movie itself... People would still be greedy. Right. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. Oh, it, showed, t- it shows you know, all that, yeah. Yeah, it shows, you know, at, at one point, they find out that the comet is made up of all of these valuable minerals, you know, so they, they try and go up there. They're going to, like... They're like, oh, we're not going to destroy the comet, you know, we're going to go up there and, ha- and harvest its minerals, you know, <laughs> like, just r- yeah. ridiculous stuff, you know, and, and uh, the, even the, even the name of the movie, Don't Look Up, you know, is a uh, kind of like a slogan yeah. from the movie itself, you know. Well, I think but what's uh, great about
0: that is you have something, because <laughs> I have never seen it. Uh, I saw the trailer with you and I will go watch it. And how about, first of all, a shout out to Leo. Still doing it. You know, back in the Austin Power days, remember? Yeah, Leo. <laughs> remember? <laughs> it's like, damn. I mean, he was he was big back then. You yep. know, and I think I think the cool thing about some of these actors, and I don't know what again. I don't even care. I don't know, and I don't care what their politics are, but that take their jobs seriously is like he could put out things like this because the reason you like this movie, I see from you is you right. feel like it's relevant. Like they weren't afraid to like really just oh, yeah. just lay it on the line. Like the times we're living in, like kind of put you in the reality of the times we're living in and how silly it is. Right. Uh, even though it's really serious, you know, like it could be really serious and have major implications, and we all know this. It's also there's it's, you know, there's humor in that sense. It's like oh, yeah. what are we doing, right? And the fact that he's in a movie like that, and and Jennifer Lawrence as well, who has not had quite the history that he has, but she's great too, right? Is is, you know, that th- there's sometimes man where where entertainment and, and art, you know, can really break through, you oh, know, yeah. like s- certain barriers of like, you know, th- those politics and yeah. stuff, you know, and like bring people together almost. Sports does the same thing. We've had this conversation before, but. uh I did like that trailer, man. Like, I, I, I saw what you were saying, for sure. You know? But you can... No, you know, I, I think... Uh,
1: and, you know, the, the creators... It, it really seemed to me like... I think that the... Climate change was what I really think the creators were probably shooting for. You know? Was the metaphor. The comet was kind of like a metaphor for climate change. It's just something we're not taking... The, that they, you know most people don't take very seriously and uh, it, it's become very politicized. You know, the the right says it's not happening at all and the left says we're all going to die in ten years from it, you know. Yeah. You know, uh, so, you know, I think you can interpret the... The comet could be a metaphor for lots of things, you know, L- sure, lots of sure. things that, uh, that could very negatively impact our society, but I think that the parody of just how unserious we are
0: about everything, yeah. you know? Like how I've, overly I've serious, said, uh, how overly <clears throat> serious, yet oh yeah. unserious, right? Yeah. It's like a, it's yep. a strange mix of emotion that we go through here every day, really. You know, I, I've always said that, like, even,
1: even if, like, there was a comet, you know, and I've said this way before this movie came out, like, even if there was a comet, they didn't tell us about it, you know? They knew it was coming, but they didn't tell us about it. And, like, you know, it became visible in the sky and was on its way to Earth in just a couple of minutes, you know. And it, while it was still burning up in the atmosphere, somebody would make a meme about it. Right. <laughs> it'd, it'd be the last meme. Yeah, know? yeah.
0: Like, I promise you, dude, I mean, because that's just how we react. Somebody would, like, a... post, like, some stick <laughs> figures, with one with a baseball glove and a comet flying in it, and it's like... Me, catching the comet with my glove. Yeah, and then yeah, you know, it's <laughs> exactly. like, that. damn, yeah. what a representation <laughs> yeah. of, our, of our existence. You know, damn it, don't do it. You know? Yeah. Hold the memes in. And something like that goes down. It can't happen. No. You just no, can't fire it. Can't. Them, no, it can't. I mean, the memes, memes are just too Memes too powerful. drop
1: the second any sort of news, but no matter how serious or, or, tra- or tragic the news
0: is. I just, it was like a skimming headline, so I'm not going to, like, even... Say I don't know who posted it or what, but I was like skimming through like just certain, you know, on what, on my email or something, right. and it said like uh, I think it said like CNN anchor, uh, man. Here we go. I forgot. I forgot where I was going with this, man. Uh, CNN anchor um, charged with the uh, pedophilia thing. No, 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 oh. no, no. No, I'll have to remember it, man. I'll have to remember where I was going with that. Yeah. But they criticize something that that they uh, that they typically don't criticize. You know, what were we even where were we at before that? Because it might help me. What were we, t- we? We were weren't talking, talking about we're... pedophilia before. No. Like, where we at? But there was a recently some. I no, no, there was, was another. No, there's, yeah. there's, there's many. That, that's of them. another story. That's a that whole other could, story. Yeah. Yeah. But where were we at right before that? Try to take oh, me shit. back. Oh, shit. Try to <laughs> me Am I putting you on the spot now?
1: We were, uh, we were talking about, let's see, we were talking about the movie. Yeah. And then we got into uh, climate change. And then we got into something after that. Like how that. We're, all,
0: we're all overly yeah. politicized. Damn it. What was I going to say about that, man? What article? I'm not going to spend time trying to catch it. I'll, I'll yeah. try to catch it later. It had to happen, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, with that shit, man, you know, like, it's, uh, it is, it is really a a shame that, that we, that we need to live like that. It's silly, you know, it really is not, not smart, you know, it doesn't do anybody any good, in other words, you know. Right. Uh, but again, it's a hard situation to solve, because people look at it so differently, and are, like, when you're in that climate though it's kind of silly it, it it it's the in the serious way is like that it's a strong force right you know like what the fuck you know people are just like angry about it to the point where you can't really get anything across you know what I mean yep so yeah but, that, no, but I'm yeah. gonna watch that movie for sure man I'll definitely watch that movie and uh I'll chime back in about it again. Yeah, sometime, no, I think if I remember. it's
1: been a while since we've done a since we've done a movie review here on the podcast. You know, so yeah, I just, I'd recently watched that one and I wanted to uh wanted to give it a shout out on the on the podcast for yeah, sure. Yeah, shout out to Leo yeah.
0: Titanic. Damn, man. that was <laughs> right. a good one.
1: That's I think that's where most of us were probably introduced to Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Yeah, right? I wonder what his first movie was like. You know. Like what he first did I don't even know. If it was He was like in a that s- Romeo and Juliet movie. Oh, yeah. Did you ever yeah. see that one? Yeah, yes. Oh,
1: man, that, that's a weird movie. I don't know if it came out before Titanic or not, but it's right about the same time, probably. But that's just a strange movie. It's like a modern Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I remember that. But uh But they still talk all old English and like their guns remember their guns say sword on the side of them? <laughs> 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 like it was just a strange one, man. But
0: uh, it's been a while since I saw that one, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, that's that's a cool. That's cool uh, that movies are still coming out that are sort of... And and like we said earlier, too, it's like when you can kind of interpret the movie in different ways, when there's many different ways you can interpret something, Right. I think oftentimes it makes it more enjoyable for people because, you know... A, like a larger base of people because you know if something's just stuck in one viewpoint it's just going to turn people off you know they're like if right. so many people are not going to be able to enjoy it they're just going to get frustrated with something if you're like just attacking one person yeah. like we've talked about the south park the new south park episodes coming out yeah with covid man those are like i've been watching short clips of them all the time now they just keep repeating in my in my algorithm, you know, uh, yeah. and I'm just cracking up. You know, it's another show. It's been around for a long time. Man. Oh yeah, it's sort of replaced The Simpsons in a way, I right? Like that South Park's
1: never been shy about uh, cracking on on current events, you know, and and, and society. society. And I really like how South Park will uh, they'll they'll slam both sides. Well, that's that's know, that's, the, that's sure, exactly you know? what we're saying. That's yeah. exactly
0: the point is you have to be able to not to see like not in that realm. You, right. know, you have to be outside of that realm to really be honest you know you like it's just if you're not being honest it's yeah. not funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean in some ways I think a lot of people feel that way. If it's not some sort of honest, right? if there's not some type of like truth attached to it that we can kind of laugh at and laugh off right? It's silly though man you know it's silly how certain certain things have become that way and like don't realize it like one thing I I will say and I don't I'm not like criticizing them all the way I'm sure they all still have a lot of talent and I'm not someone who's going to criticize people for what they do and I'm sure it's a lot of hard work but I think like Saturday Night Live is that way I think some of the late night shows most of the late night shows are that way I mean those used to be things where you could all just sit down and watch it and there wouldn't be an ounce of any of that, and yeah. today it's like completely. Oh, it's like you're watching Saturday
1: Night Live is just terrible.
0: Yeah, it's like you. It's like you're watching a biased news channel. Yeah, you know, and it's like not even. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It's not for me, for sure. I was never really into those shows. I would like tune into them if something funny happened or something. You know, if they right. like, really nailed it one time. There was some eras there where they were really funny, like the Chris Farley time obviously yep. sticks out to me as the time where I would like be most interested in Saturday Night Live. But, you know, I don't know, man. The late night shows get me. Stephen Colbert, I think he was a talented guy. And he yep. is a talented guy. But, I mean, have you seen the vaccination song?
1: I I did watch I mean, it, like a clip of it or something like come that. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I mean, come I on, could, dude. Yeah, no. Could you be? In- I can actually remember watching Stephen Colbert back when I was like, when I was probably in like, tenth, eleventh grade, something like that, before I graduated high school. But I remember he used to come on Comedy Central, you know, and he came on like right after, probably South Park. You know, it's like the only Comedy Central show I was ever really into, Chappelle Show, I guess, too. But uh. I think he came on right after South Park, and so I would always just end up watching him, you know. And uh, I can remember actually thinking Stephen Colbert was
0: pretty funny. No, he would go back to his old stuff, man. The Colbert Show, right? Yeah, Stephen Colbert show that he used to do by himself, whatever it was called. It was the same one he still does now. I'm pretty sure. And and now, yeah, now it's Late Night with Stephen Colbert or whatever. It's it's oh, is it not the same show? No, it's an actual Late Night. He used to be on Comedy Central. Now he's on on one of the no. Now he's on like the late night. He's been and he's been this way for years. But again, I think the Trump it's that Trump derangement syndrome. What is it called? TDS is that what it's called? TDS Trump derangement syndrome. I mean that that is kind of a real thing, and it's sad that somebody like Donald Trump can come in and affect people's personal life and professional life like the way it has. It's like, dude, why are you so yeah, attached to this guy? Yeah. You know, damn, you know, like let it go. Like uh, he's won, man.
1: You know? He won. He's in your mind twenty four seven. He yeah. wins. It's like honestly, <laughs> and like
0: with the vaccination song, like if you feel like that you support vaccinations, that's fine. Go on your personal Instagram and you tell everybody how you do it. But when we tune into the late night show, would you just interview Bindi Irwin and Kevin Hart? You know, let us watch the the reaction, even if it's on Zoom. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what people tune in for. And it's the same thing with sports, man. I've always argued this: just stop with all the political stuff, man. Just let them play the game and the best win. Let them work towards a goal and let the people who really put their lives into, like diehard fans, we're in the country, so you know. Sometimes you're gonna hear something. You might hear a car revving. (laughs) You might hear a gunshot. You know, it's, very it's cool. It's all good. A, of, a hog, maybe, you know. Right. Exciting in 22, whatever. But, uh yeah, it's like, whatever your focus, like music, the same thing. Like, if you sing a song that happens to be sort of political, again, or if you, you know, make a statement, if you're a basketball player and you make a statement on your social media or you make a statement in the media after the game, right. I think there's room for it. I'm not someone who would say, like, oh, I don't. Let your personality show or whatever. But man, I mean, just being hyper-politicized is, I fight it personally. I really fight it. I try not to let myself get involved in that. And I do, you know, get caught up in the news. I do watch the news. I think it's nice to see what's going on and at least know that, like, it's not completely, you know, unraveling right now or something, you know, at this point. But... Watching these grown adults, these people, these sophisticated, quote-unquote, people on the news, like, bash each other, and like, play this stupid back-and-forth, like, cheap shots and setups, and I just don't find it really that amusing. It's really more sickening to me to- towards, like, our society, and hopefully... That way is, like, dead. Like, that's why I tune in and I listen to, like, all the stuff I listen to is just, like, on online, on podcasts and stuff like that. And there's a lot of great content out there. Right. More than ever that you can find. And it's a yep. shame because, like, those shows, like, we're talking about, Stephen Colbert and them, those are talented people. They just, I feel like they've just completely become shills, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, and, the
1: shills for the network they work for, you, you, you know? Yeah, you know, that's the thing about podcasts is they're independent, you know, they don't have some network executive breathing down their backs, you know, telling them what they can and can't talk about, talking about ratings and crap like that, you know, you know, podcasts is are just a place where, you know, their opinion reviews pretty much, they're places where people just come and. Or they could be and, anything it yeah, could be no, historical yeah, content it, it, yeah, it could be political could be all sorts of factual thing, you know, content uh, i think most podcasts are in the context of opinion opinion yeah. based stuff this but, uh, yeah this one definitely <laughs> is this was this one is 100% opinion based but uh no i think that podcasts and stuff you know well, I don't think that they're the most, rep, you know, I, I don't think people should be getting, like, all their news and stuff like that from nothing but podcasts, you know. and uh, But I also don't think people should be getting their news from nothing but the 6 o'clock news, you know. Yeah, uh, CNN. Yeah, no, you know, you gotta you got to do your own research, you know. I think you got to, if something truly, you know, interests you enough to go look it up and confirm it for yourself, then do it. You know, yeah. if not, then, uh, you know, shrug your shoulders and keep on scrolling. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. Laugh it up. Make a meme. Yeah. You know, move <laughs>
0: on. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think, in getting, getting whatever that is from multiple sources is definitely key. And that's what's so good about good, like, like independent media, whatever that means, right. whether it's podcast or even independent news shows that go on. Um, You know, it's very important, man. It gives you the more, the more the better. I mean, obviously there can be too many where, you know, it can get a little chaotic. But, I mean, I feel like that's happened for a reason. That's happened in lieu of all these, you know, medias becoming corrupt. You know, these media outlets, these old school media outlets. Yeah, those
1: people are just looking for an alternative to them, you know, at this point. Yeah. You know, Man.
0: Well yeah it's kind of kind of cool and you know when we think about uh, alternatives too is another thing is alternative energy I've just been thinking about this a lot lately and yeah. I think it's because I've watched a lot of Elon Musk Have you watched any interviews with Elon Musk? Oh,
1: yeah I've been seeing the interviews yeah
0: for... you know just and he's always been kind of an outspoken guy but I think he's somebody who really allows this kind of personality to come out. And, uh, you know, you don't agree with everybody on everything. But it has made me think about just, like, alternate, alternative energy. And my mind kind of goes back to, like, the basics of it. So, like, uh, we were walking, and you and I have walked by it before. But there's a windmill close to where my house is. It's a nice, big, tall, old windmill. And it actually has pipe running down the center of it, you know. It's, like, just an old Looks like you could run, line down and use it. I'm not even sure how that works, but I guess that's how, right? They run wire down the middle of it to get electricity. I mean, how Um, does that... Well, I mean, is it over a well? Uh, I don't know if it used to be, but just the pipe just runs into the ground. So maybe it's just stabilizing. Yeah. You know, it could be. Either way, right? But it just gives that feel, and I think, man, you know, it'd be crazy if this was just drawing energy. And then I think, like, Today, in today's climate, again, with the politicized climate, that everything that's alternative energy or anybody who would do something like that is almost considered to be like a left-leaning, like, that's a left-leaning idea, right? Yeah. You want
1: wind energy, you hippie? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, any type of alternative energy. (laughs) You
0: also talked about water. Yeah. You know, uh, just, you know, using that current, basically, (coughs) water current right to right. create to, to create energy and my my question to you i guess what i what i kind of leave open to myself too is like why don't we it seems like a mixed basket of of like energy is the best way to, even if you're trying to transition or even if just in general to always just have kind of right a mixed basket of energy to try to keep up with demand and maintain the type of lifestyle people want to live you know in, in a the cleanest way. Right. Seems like having a, the mixed bag of things is the way. So why uh you know, why don't we as a society actually do more in those ways of like making more ingenuity towards those old windmills and towards the old like right. ways and making those ways more efficient, you know? Well, I think that
1: uh I think first of all, I think the the main reason that more people don't have those kinds of things is simply because you know electricity from the co-op is just at the moment it's just such a easy thing to get hooked up you know i mean i think if people don't have that sort of incentive you know if they're not someone who just wants to live off the, you know not not necessarily like off the grid like in the woods but like off the power grid you know maybe they want to be self uh, completely self reliant in terms of power you know there's people like that out there and those people are going to they're gonna do that sort of thing, but uh, I think the vast majority of people—that's just not in their mind. You know, they just want to live their lives as 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 easily and efficiently as they can. You know, and uh, and for most people, that it just involves hooking up to a power line. You know, get yourself a power meter, and there you go. You're not gonna worry about windmill or anything like that. Uh, I also think that uh, geography can limit those sorts of options. You know, like right here where we are. I mean, yeah, it, it can get windy around here, but not, you know, not, not, not consistently windy enough. I don't think to really realistically like power the town or off of off of a yeah. set of windmills. Or yeah, anything but like again, that. it doesn't have to. Uh, it doesn't have right. to do that. You know. You know. Uh, same with water. You know, if you if you don't have a rather powerful river, or at least or like a dam or something like that. Uh, built up then you're going to have a hard time uh you know getting getting See, power out of hydro yeah. hydro whatever it's called but uh so you know i think that but then you know then you got places like the what is it the Hoover Dam that uh powers like all of Las Vegas or something like that you know so i mean yeah. these are options that people know about and i think that
0: Dude, the Hoover Dam Like I said, we wonder. just
1: we just need uh, incentive. Really, it's it's just yeah. incentive, and uh, I I, I don't think I don't think that there that these are things that the general public are really going to embrace until they really kind of have to. Yeah. you know, maybe until well, maybe if our power grid starts to fail from inefficiency or something like that, and these just you know gonna like say, blackouts man, yeah. like from last winter, yeah. if that sort of thing becomes more common. Then, yeah, you're definitely gonna see a lot more people trying to invest in some sort of alternate energy it, at, at least an emergency source of alternate uh, energy yeah.
0: and water storage yeah. as well, yeah, which I think is very smart, but think about like if everybody and I don't mean it was mandated because Jesus stop with the damn mandates, my God okay <laughs> but I mean, like if if it became more popular for like and 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 efficient. For people out here, and people that had the the money and the resources with their land to make the investment, to put wind on their well houses to get their water to their animals. That's why it was right. intended, right? Like yeah, in that's how kind of yeah. Right, and maybe get help get water to their house if they if they can you know store that much energy or if they can create that much energy. But the mix, you know, how much like. How much would that take off if way more people started doing that? How much would it take off of the power like grid? The power load, yeah. No, you're right.
1: No, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, if we if we tried to, make but you're that, also
0: right, and I was yeah. gonna say this is. Remember last year, man. I remember yeah. it sucked in my mind. I was thinking, man, I'm I'm like sort of prepared, right? If if we if this does not turn back on one time, but like also like. Sort of not.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? It's sort of hard to be super prepared. Yeah. It's hard to get materials. It's expensive. A lot of people don't have the extra money to do it. They're, like you said, incentive drives the world, really, especially this country. Right. Right? I'd pretty much say most of the world. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, if you're not if it's easy for them to just pump gas and depend on that until the gas isn't there they're not gonna make that change Right. so what we really need is you know we need like this a great reset <laughs> 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 no. No. We need ex- just reset this whole damn we need to thing to reset society yeah, give everyone a windmill to... <laughs> everyone gets a windmill come down to the store you know yeah. <laughs> next thing you know you go down to the pawn shop and it's just full of windmills for sale <laughs> Sold it for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I thought I was going to fix the problem. No, They just pawned them off and bought well, drugs. A-, a windmill
1: and a $600 check. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, okay. yeah. They're there out now. Go. That's it. There you we go. Get yeah. your windmill. Here's $600 from the federal government. Go buy your drugs with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, so no, that's... You- that's that's just something that has been on my mind, honestly. Yeah, like, no, yeah. I mean,
1: that, that's a good, uh, that's a good uh, topic, I think, especially like after the topic we just talked about. You know, because I mean, uh, you know, back to the metaphor of the, you know the meteor. What's it a metaphor for? You know, for uh, for someone who believes in climate change, and I do believe in. Climate change. I, I I question how much humans are actually pushing it along, but I do I do believe in climate change. Uh, but you know something like that could be like just like the you know the metaphorical comet you know that nobody takes seriously until it happens. Yeah, you know. For really. I mean, really, I, I've thought about that before. You know, and, and I, I try and uh, try and be as environmentally friendly as I can, you know? I mean, uh, but uh, I do I do drink water bottles. That's bad yeah, on me. That's yeah. bad on me. But, you know, do y'all have a recycling plant here? There is no There is no ex- we, really easily accessible recycling plant. Utopia
0: has there. a great one. Do they really? A really good one. Uvalde County, it's in Utopia. It's like yeah. a great recycling plant uh, for people who at least, you know, because it's, again, yeah. availability. A lot of people would recycle if you had it. They right. had opportunity to do so and i know you know again there's all types of arguments to that too but damn steps see that's the thing is like steps and then even like with the electric car i think if more people and again electricity where is that electricity coming from i mean you have to have nuclear power or you have to have oil and gas so you know that's that's where i feel like elon musk is very reasonable is he's like, those people aren't villains, you know? They're not bad, like, they're needed as much as anyone else. Yeah. But if more people do drive electric cars, if more trucks are electric, you know, does it not take the load off of oil and gas a little bit? Not that it's, you know, they're going to be necessary. Those markets are going to be absolutely necessary. But do we need to make every little thing dependent? on on having the this certain type of energy whatever it may be right and i don't think that's a good idea i don't think that's a great way to even cyber attacks and things like that that could happen Mm -hmm. and you know what i thought about is water like water storage rain catchment and wind power just to push water out i mean for survival for yourself you know what i mean Uh, right water that that's that's a Think if you don't have water. Think if people haven't had water for three, four days. I mean, oh, yeah. that's death, man. That's it. You know? Yeah. It's not coming out of the ground.
1: Yeah, no, we're 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 pretty blessed around here with the uh with the amount of natural springs and our spring fed river, of course, yeah. you know. I mean there's every valley in the hill country has got a spring fed river coming through it. You got the Sabinol. You know, right down the street from your place, you got the Sabino. Necessity is the mother you know, of invention,
0: you know, and you would start to see a lot more of that right back. You know, people oh, yeah, trying to be ingenuitying things.
1: That's kind of what I was. I, I kind of really got off track with what I went into a second ago, but that—that that was what I was leading. You know, getting to is that that metaphor I've said a thousand times on this show of the sleeping teenager who isn't gonna get out of bed until you flip his mattress over you know yeah. I think that it's 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 that same sort of thing you know
0: yeah it's a bummer because we like we have the resources right now to make those things all like lean on each other you know but because they fight with each other over the market share, probably a lot of it. oh yeah you know that uh, you know it becomes so politicized and like oh well if you believe this you're just one of those people. Well, if you believe in the oil and gas and you talk about that, you're just freaking right winger, freaking freedom, freedom lover. Yeah. Liberty. Give me liberty. you one of those. <laughs> Don't tread on me. Yeah. Let me guess, you know. No. What are you, Q? Yeah, are you yeah. What Q? Get your news from Alex Jones. <laughs> and you're like, dude, everything you just said is true. Pretty true. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, I'm just But... Either way, you know, that's like you're, you're labeled instantly, me. you're labeled in one side or the other, The and, and it's not this way necessarily when times are not highly politicized and when it's not highly, just so hyper politicized <coughs> like it is now. It's crazy, man. It's just, damn it, you know. Thank God for some people who are out there who like just kind of keep it as steady as can be. And you know what? I think it's good to call it out, and I also really like the like the news media and stuff that like is not afraid to like call out the corruption and and follow that stuff. I'm sure it's a hard job and it's a negative job, and you know, it's but it's also important, man, because people need to be more people need to become aware of the shenanigans, man. You oh. know? and and maybe it'll change people's minds the way they. Look at life and just like their lives in general, you know, like yeah. And, well, know. And it's
1: just like the, that. Uh, you played that clip at the at the end of two or three episodes ago. You played that clip of the uh, the guy from Half Bay, Jim Brewer. Yes, and the, the very last words of Heck, that clip yeah. are the are the best part. You know, I, I, I think you know where he says that. You know, turn off the turn off the circus. Or at least understand that you're watching one, you know? Well,
0: I think that's a great thing. We ha- Let's do about ten more minutes. Let's do one more topic. Yeah. And last week, I I, I wanted to touch on this a little bit. Because last week, we uh, obviously were talking about the, what we saw like 2022 was going to be like. And I felt like Joe and Kevin kind of said that they thought that, you know, probably going to be more lockdowns and more covid kind of stuff you know And me and you kind of seem like we're a little bit more on the fringe about it uh if that's how i remember it i don't know if that's entirely true but uh i will say man i kind of maybe lean more into their camp now you know uh i do see that it seems like a lot of people are starting to reinforce regulations it seems like it's starting to become a popular thing amongst people and uh, I guess we should just kind of talk about that because it's always like that elephant in the room. You know, I have my my season of music. I have a lot of dates booked and things like that. So obviously I try to stay aware of what's going to be happening because right. that starts in the first of the year. You know, I really start to have a lot of dates going, you know, where I have to. It's what I do, go play music, you know? (laughs) If if it's not open, I gotta figure some shit out. You know what I mean? I gotta sell windmills. And, uh, (laughs) you know, no. But, uh, so, you know, with this going on, man, I just think it's so crazy that, you know, here we are two years down the way and, you know, nothing we've really done, like, as far as the hard, hard mitigation. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of doctors out there, honestly, that have worked that don't get near the attention that they deserve, and they're probably even censored, that have probably done a lot of research and done a lot of good work in the past couple of years and have treated people and have done some cool things. Right. But I think for the most part, you know, we still have the same types of people in charge making those same major decisions like lockdowns and mask mandates. And I just... I'm not sure they ever worked, not for 2 weeks or 1 week or and I'm damn sure I've said this many a times they're not a long-term solution. Yeah. They're absolutely it's absolutely not a long-term solution. You know the devastation that that caused. It was I think has proven to be at least as costly as the pandemic itself. Right. In so many ways. And that's no offense yeah. to people who lost People or who you know who law, who died through a pandemic or through an illness, you know, it's that sucks and that's definitely unfortunate. But at the same time, to take the life from people, to call someone uh, non-essential, yeah. Like, do you know what that like psychologically? That's really a heavy thing to deal with. And you're not talking about like well, it was ten fucking people. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was two billion. Yeah. You know what I mean, it was a large portion of people who all of a sudden didn't have like anything to look forward to in their life and felt like probably fairly worthless, you know, leans on their jobs, just wanted to go to work, be normal, couldn't do the things they normally do without being shunned and looked at like they were a bad person, you know, yeah that's man, I just think that's really damaging, and uh to even think about doing that type of stuff again you'd have to be nuts in my opinion and unfortunately there are people out there that are just going to continue to push th- that way of thinking And oh yeah
1: well you know at this point it's it's Fauci that that guy we've, we've talked about now for for two years straight uh, he uh, came on oh, damn it I cannot remember oh yeah oh, he's, he's making oh. money by the second but <laughs> But he came on uh, some... Stephen Colbert. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember which news broadcast it was. But he was talking. They asked him about uh, vaccines for planes. Right? And pretty much he was saying that he would support uh, mandatory vaccines if you want to get on a plane because it would be a huge incentive maker for people to go get vaccinated. You know, and I, I'm not, I'm not quoting him. That's paraphrased for sure. But uh, that was the gist of what he said, you know, because there's not a single study out there you can show where where it'll actually show that vaccines or masks prevent the spread of, of COVID-19 on airplanes. You know, vaccines, it's the myth that the, Anyone who's vaccinated is a dead end for the virus. is is, is blown out of the water. And anyone who actually still believes that yeah. is just living yeah. under a living under a rock. You know, they haven't or, moved know, with that, the and needle that rock yet. Is Fauci's ass? You yeah. know, I, I mean, <laughs>
0: they haven't moved with the needle yet. Yeah. you know, they keep moving the needle on everybody. Well, those people just need to catch up with the needle and move it to the next thing. You know, right? Remember, it was hey, get the vaccine because yeah. uh, it'll you're going to help stop the spread. And then it was like, oh shit, it doesn't do that. Well, uh, it's going to keep you from dying. And then it's like, oh shit, it doesn't not
1: do that. Either. Yeah, and
0: doesn't necessarily do that either. I mean, uh-huh. it's going to keep you from getting less sick. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, okay, well, hold on. And I mean, for some people, honestly, I don't know because I'm not a doctor, but it might definitely keep them from getting a lot more ill if they're in a certain age group and stuff but I'm saying right. in general over a general population of telling someone who's 24 hey dude go get a couple of boosters this year and I know this wasn't in your schedule but go get a couple more boosters and a uh, and then we're gonna probably even maybe get you a flu shot on top of that he's like god damn yeah. dude you know I just wanna go on vacation man <laughs> you know what I'm saying I don't wanna get you know yep. man you know like I'm, I'm, I'm risking it man you know
1: Flu? What's flu? Hold on. Yeah. Uh, do they sell them at the movie theaters? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something Flu's of the cool. old days?
1: I saw this thing, in this headline said, uh, flu returns after a mysterious two-year vacation. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's the flu chilling in a blockbuster video. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. no. yeah, where we used to go to get the flu. Blockbuster video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. It really is insanity. And I think people, I I think one of the biggest, and it's hard to say if like people in government and highest forms of you know elitism, whatever you want to call it, think that people are stupid, or they just think that they're really smart and can pull the wool over their eyes. Right. You know, but either way, they're dishonest. To I guess either way, they think they're stupid. Right? <laughs> Dumber than them. Right? And they oh, yeah. they try to pull the wool over people's eyes. I don't think they realize how much of the population is not dumb. You know, and that can easily see it. Right. You know, just that's where the disconnect really lies. I feel like a lot of times. Yeah. And uh, probably you know one of those things that's eventually going to have to have a, a point of changing. You know, where it just kind of, because people aren't... It, like like we were talking about with movies and stuff, and we'll wrap this up, but we were talking about with movies and stuff, is like... I'm, I'm not... I, I was a movie fan when I was a kid. Uh, the older I've gotten, I'm not as... I don't, I'm not a movie buff by any stretch. But it, I would sit down and watch a movie with my wife, sit down and watch a movie with my kids uh, you know, I'm not, I, I, will definitely do it, um, on the right night when I have off from work or something, but, uh, I, when I have seen certain content today, it has, like when I see some of it that infringes on that politics stuff or listen to music even that's like that. Yeah. It really does kind of turn me off just a little bit. And, uh, You know, when I was younger, I would write stuff that was, like, maybe political, but I always felt like it was apolitical, that it was more like not Rage Against the Machine type of music, but Rage the Rage the Machine type of messaging, you know, uh, of anti-establishment. And today, there's not really anti-establishment as much as there's just my side and your side. Anti-establishment would kind of be caught in the middle somewhere. I guess maybe went to one side or the other. I don't know. I mean, you know, but the establishment, when you do that, the establishment doesn't have an enemy. Right. You know, you, you, the right and left are fighting each other and the establishment is just getting richer. Yep. Now, look at the stock markets. Yep. Fucking highest <laughs> ever. And everyone's like, dude, I am not going to make my mortgage this year. Dude, I can't believe we could lose this house. Been paying for this my whole fucking life. Yep. You know what I mean? But we had a career switch with COVID and can't keep up with it. What are we going to tell the kids? They're like, stock market. Hey, no, we'll, we'll tell them. All time there's a meme. high. There's a
1: meme. You know me. I've always got to, I know the memes. There's a meme for every. <laughs> you conference. might be the last meme. Uh, I could be. <laughs> if I see the comment coming down, I'm going to run You're gonna inside. You're going to wait for the time. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna snap that pig and make that meme real quick. Hey your wife's like have... calling you like Levi.
0: <laughs> Levi's having and you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, I gotta wait for the time <laughs> No. There, there's a meme where it's I guess it's supposed to be like based in the future, you know, and it's this old man talking to a bunch of kids. And uh, basically the gist of it is like, yeah, you know, we we destroyed society, you know, but it's like but for one glorious moment we created so much fake wealth. Damn, <laughs> right. you know. and man, you know. I mean, our. I, I often yeah. say that we are. A, you know that that we are a. Uh, what's the morally bankrupt? society For right sure, yeah not just in terms of like sexual morals and all that stuff you know that's that's subjective to each individual you know everybody has their own morals when it comes to but, but, but like monetary, like our conception of value yeah you know what I mean sure our conception of, of, of money
0: yeah
1: and it's not necessarily like that the, the just the individual like I I think most in people, most individual people, if you sat them down and talked to them, would would understand that yeah, inflation's bullshit. You know, they shouldn't be printing all this money. It's you know what what's backing it up? Where's it coming from? There's nothing to it. Yeah. You know,
0: Uh it's real life monopoly. Right. You know, but but I and think I'm not that the fucking banker.
1: <laughs> Damn. It it it's created the society that we live in. You know, yeah. and we I think that the last thirty years have just been kind of like the. The last, uh, the last good old days, you know, of this of this fiat monetary system. I think its its cracks are now becoming apparent. You know that there've been those hairline cracks. They've been there for a long time, but now they're really starting to show. And I think that the you know the crowd is starting to notice the cracks in the dam. You know what I mean? And I think that in the next 10 to 20 years, you're really going to see the, let me use this word again, geopolitical. I thought you were going to say great (laughs) reset. Well, no, it is. It's going to be a a social and geopolitical great reset in the sense that like. That has
0: already started.
1: It has already started. The wheels of our, I mean, really, I mean, the, the last two years have been maybe not so much for us out here. Us out here, I think. I mean, have gone, still though, I mean, yeah, there have about, been think, some differences yeah. for sure, but I mean, man, I can't imagine and with Omicron. No, oh, I know. I the mean, Omicron just raging through the community. Yeah. Everybody's got a cough. Everybody has you been know. sick, but again, if oh, that's yeah.
0: in that, that kind of again, don't know much about it, but isn't it like when things become more uh, when they spread more fluidly through society? And, but they become a little, a little bit weaker in that kind of like a natural progression? Or is that, you know? Well, they, they, they
1: usually they they spread quicker in urban areas, you know, quick, definitely. Where, where there's more people, ideas are going to spread faster, yeah. you know, and you're going to get more, more uh, varieties of ideas. That's why, you know, historically, cities have been the... Civilization begins in the in the countryside with cultivation and agriculture and it ends in the cities you know that's always how it's been I mean you know, I can't I don't know exactly where I was going with that one but. Yeah, we have to throw that in there yeah. that's a good, it's, okay. a good yeah. it's a good way out anyways
0: dude we have to forget things on this podcast if we don't if there's a couple of weeks that go by where we don't forget some shit something's broken here you know that's the way I look at it now and it's unfortunate, but that's the type of standard that I'm going to set. Right. I've got to forget something. That's right you now. Or this has not been a good night. You know. You know, no. If you set the bar really low, you'll never be disappointed.
1: Yeah, you'll I mean, never. that's right. You'll
0: never be. You'll always be limboing under there. You know, making it without a problem. You know. Yeah. Well, that's pretty nah. much it, man. And that's a. Uh, you know, for everyone out there that comes across this, you know, great New Year. we uh, we are right now on the space rock. Flying into what we call 2022. And uh we don't know where this is going, but we're looking forward to it. And maybe on the back side of this year, you know, who knows what's going on, right? Who even knows? Right? I mean, this is <laughs> It's insane. 2022. Man. That's not a real year, man. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.